Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program. Presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Ted Weems and his orchestra open the show with Hallelujah, Things Look Rosy Now. the simplest way to keep your floors and linoleum sparkling and clean. Use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Let this remarkable liquid polish seal your floors against dirt and germs. Protect the surface from wear. Keep the colors beautiful and bright. Listen to the easy directions for using glow coat. Just apply and let dry. The drying time, 20 minutes. What a saving in time and energy to have your floors shine without rubbing or buffing. And what a relief to be able to do away with floor scrubbing. Buy Johnson's Glow Coat from your dealer tomorrow. Look for the lettering on the attractive yellow can, G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat. today in Westville Vista, and as a conscientious citizen with advanced ideas on education, Fibber has appointed himself a committee of one to check over the curriculum. Molly thinks it's a silly idea, but nobody has ever stopped to reform her. So here, entering public school number 14, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> McGee, don't you think the principal and teachers and everybody will have enough worries today without you buttoning in on them? What do you mean, buttoning in? I got a few ideas about education that they ought to have. Ideas on education? You betcha. Hmm. Did you ever pass the fifth grade? <laughs> Going which way? <laughs> no, really, now, just how far did you get in school? Well, I got through the eighth, and I seen they wasn't going fast enough for me, so I got an outside teacher named Tutter. Oh. Tutter was a fine tutor. She had been an embroidery instructor, but Tutter got tired of Tutter and Tatton and took up... Wait a minute, here's the principal's office. <laughs> Hi, bud. You the principal of this school? Yes, I am. Why are you children not in your classroom? What? Did your teacher send you to me? But we're not pupils, sir. Oh, you wish to enroll. Well, then you must go home and come back with your mother, father, or some other guardian. That bad at bud, I'm Fibber McGee. Oh, uh-huh, yes. Rather large boy of your age, I see. Is uh, this your sister with you? No, I'm not his sister. I'm his wife. Yeah, yeah his wife. 
Well, I must say I frown on these schoolboy marriages. <laughs> I don't know what the world is coming to. Listen, Bud, what's the matter with you? I ain't no school kid. I'm Fibber McGee, a citizen and a taxpayer, and this is my wife. How do you do? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um, well, excuse me, I... I'm a trifle nearsighted, you know. Oh, well, I, I want to look over the school and make a few suggestions. Oh, yes, yes. I suspected as much when you said you were a taxpayer. Oh. Whenever a man says he's a taxpayer, we know he's about due to make some suggestions. <laughs> now, be that as it may or may not was, bud, I got a few ideas about parent-teacher's organization. I, uh, what was your name again? Uh, Guffey. K. Elmer Guffey. Oh. I'm a distant relative of the Guffey who wrote the famous uh, Guffey Third Reader. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, go on, dearie, and tell Mr. Goofy just what you have in mind. Guffey, madam. Uh, Guffey. Oh. Well, Elmer, my boy. Uh, what? Uh, did you ever actually teach school, Mr. McGee? Did I ever teach school? <laughs> Why, back in Columbus, Ohio, Guff, in my younger days, I was the number one educator. Curriculum McGee, I was known as in that day. Oh, my. Curriculum McGee, the clever, conscientious contriver of classroom courses, carefully correlating cook and carpentry calculus, criminology and commerce, and casually completing a colossal collection of curious classics on courtship from Cleopatra to King Carol. Why, uh, you must have had the chair of applied sciences. No. <laughs> He had the seat of applied hairbrushes. <laughs> I had degrees from every university in America and Europe, Guff. An A.M. from Yale, a B.S. from Princeton, an L.L.D. from Berlin, and an M.D. from Michigan. And a W.A.X. from Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I took a P.G. course with Harpo Wilcox. Uh, a P.G. course? Yeah. Peddling glow coat. <laughs> you see, Guffy, uh, do you mind if I call you Jake? Uh, my name is Elmer. Honest? Don't he look like a Jake to you, Molly? <laughs> but as I was saying, Gus... Uh, oh, excuse me a minute. Uh, sit still, Elmer. Sit still. I'll get it. I'll get it. You got the whole term ahead of you. Come in. Oh, it's our music instructor, Professor Weems. Oh, how are you, Weems? What's on your mind? This is our busy day, you know. Uh, one of the pupils just submitted a new school song, and I thought... Well, I wrote one myself, Professor. It goes like this. Hail to the public school 14. We're loyal to the ever loyal, I ween. Our marks are low, but our spirits are high. Hit that line with mud in your eye. Run off, suck up mud. Well, you get the idea. Take it, Ted. <laughs> Thank you. 
Mrs. McGee, <laughs> if you don't mind, I, uh, this is the opening day of school, you know. I see. You want us to get out and let you work, Mr. Guppy. Well, yes. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, you get that call, Guppy. I want to look over the stuff on your desk. <laughs> Heavenly days, McGee. Hasn't the man any privacy? If he wanted privacy, what's he doing in a public school? <laughs> Hello? Yes, this is Principal Guppy. Oh, yes, Mr. Mayor, yes. The new budget? Yes, I said I'll be right down. Hello, switchboard. Give me Miss Fiditch in the grammar class. Uh, Miss Fiditch? Uh, Mr. Guppy, can you take over my office while I go down to the city hall? Hold it, Guppy, hold it. Give me that phone. Hello, Fiditch. Stay where you are, sis. I'll hold the office for Mr. Guppy. Yes. You run along, Guppy. I'll handle things for you. Yes, but I don't believe That's the trouble with you, Guppy. You don't believe. In this work, you gotta have faith. Heavenly days, McGee. You've got no authority to do this. I got a mandate from my conscience, Molly. <laughs> Besides, you heard me telling Guffy. Come in. How do you do? I am a mother. Oh, congratulations, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mother of Winifred Whipperman. Oh, hi, Mrs. Whipperman. Glad to see you. Always glad to meet the mother of all our pupils, or all the mothers of uh, our what pupils. What was it you wish, Mrs. Whipperman? It's about Winifred. The last day of the last term, her cooking teacher told her to go home and make a devil's food cake for her father, and he wants to talk to you about it. Oh, I'm glad to, sis. Where is her father? Ward 7, Wistful Vista Hospital. Oh, uh, <laughs> make a note of that, Molly. This term, have Winifred uh, Whipperman make her old man angel food cake. <laughs> and if he gets any sicker, he'll be prepared for anything. See? <laughs> Did you get it, Molly? Angel food? Devil's food? Ain't funny, McGee. <laughs> I'll bet it ain't at that. <laughs> However, if her old man gets real nasty about her cooking, we'll have to teach her how to make cut cupcakes. You see, Molly, in bringing the teachers and the parents in closer harmony, we get the... Guffy? Guffy? <laughs> Guffy's gone downtown, Grandma. I'm in charge here now. You got any complaint to make about it? Nary a complaint, Shorty. Oh. If you take as much exercise as I do, you don't have any complaints. <laughs> you take exercise? You tell them, Pantyweight. <laughs> My feet ain't what they were, but you can't give an old trick new dogs. Whoopee! <laughs> easy there, Grandma, easy. Who are you, anyhow? Who, me, Shorty? Yeah. Why, I'm Miss Bender, the physical instructor. Well, what did you want with Guffy, Grandma? Oh, you just tell that old stuffed shirt to come down to the gym and get some exercise. Oh. I'll give the old Airedale a Charlie horse he can enter in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Yippee! Get a load of the cartwheel, Shorty. Whoopee! must have given that old battle axe a grindstone. Oh, look here, McGee. Huh? Here's a letter from a parent. She says we're giving the children too much homework. What shall I answer? Tell her that all homework is easier with Johnson's Wax, the easy-to-use polish that makes floors and furniture... Harpo! <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> Hello, folks. Say, may I be excused from classes tomorrow? Huh? I want to start football practice. Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard some of the boys calling you football Wilcox. Oh, they think I'm an athlete? No, they think you're a bag of wind. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <laughs> I ever tell you about Harpo in the algebra class, Molly? No, what did he do? <laughs> Seems that Harpo used to read his sister's love letters, and every time he come to an X in algebra, he thought it meant a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> By the time he finished the term, he was engaged to five teachers. <laughs> come in. 
Hi, sis. Come right in. Oh, is that your little boy? Manly little fellow, ain't he, Molly? Indeed he is. What's his name, dearie? His name's Perry. I'm Mrs. Kumo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting Principal McGee, Mrs. Como. What's the trouble? Perry doesn't like to study. All he wants to do is to sing. Oh. What does he want to sing? The loveliness of you. Go ahead, Perry. <laughs> gleam in your eyes, the smile on your face, the touch of your hand, the thrill of your embrace. Darling, even heaven never could replace the loveliness of you. The warmth of your lips, the way that they cling, the sound of your voice, it's like a breath of spring. Darling, what's the theme of every song I ever sing? The loveliness of you. When we're cheek to cheeking, words may fail me, it is true. But unaccustomed as I am to public speaking, I'll tell the world all about you. Your charm and your grace. You dance so divine, the story that I know, to know that you are mine, I'd need a million phrases to properly define the heaven above, the loveliness of you. to be back in the old school atmosphere, Molly. Well, things have kind of changed since I got kicked out, or since I graduated. <laughs> I remember I could lick every kid in my class. Well, you should have. They were all ten years younger than you. I <laughs> uh, remember when you used to sit right in front of me in school, Molly. Indeed I do. With them little blonde pigtails of yours dangling over my desk. <laughs> I used to snip off a little hunk of your golden hair almost pretty near every day. Oh, McGee, really? Yeah. Were you that sentimental? Well, no, I was trying to get enough to pad the knees of my football pants. Check, <laughs> I'll I'll get it, Molly. Hello, public school 14, Principal McGee speaking. Oh, yes, Mrs. Pike. What? He is? Did the eye doctor say so? Well, after this, he can face the room. Don't mention it, Mrs. Pike. All us teachers is glad to cooperate with the parents in every... Res Hello? Hello? <laughs> Bad connection. <laughs> What's the matter with Mrs. Pike's little boy, McGee? He says he's had to stand in the corner so often last year he got a little wall-eyed <laughs> Come in Mr. Doctor, please, sir Oh, well, hiya, man, how you, boy? Heavenly day, silly what? Hi, Sil The Guffy ain't here now, I'm in charge What's on your mind? Well, Mr. McGee, please, sir I'm the janitor here and I want to put in a petition well, Chuck, still, you can't put a partition in here. No, this office is too small as it is. No, ma'am, Miss McGee, not a partition, please, ma'am, a petition. <laughs> I got it all wrote out. Oh, a petition. Yes, sir. Should I, should I read it to y'all, please, sir? Well, go ahead, silly. Yes, ma'am. It say, to who it's going to concern, whereas, where unto, where do you get that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> 
Be it said to all men. Uh -huh. My gal Rosebud, she got a brother, what's a law man? Oh, well, uh, get to the point, Phil. Yes. Be it said to all men, whereas Tilly Watson, Eskimo. Eskimo? What do you mean, Eskimo? Well, that's what it say, boss. Look, Tilly Watson, E S Q. Oh, that means Esquire, Tilly. <laughs> Does it, man? <laughs> and me with my old clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Whereas said monthly paycheck for 30 bucks is considered by the correspondent complainant as being insulting. Why, what's insulting about 30 bucks a month, Phil? I come to that, please. Whereas said paycheck for 30 bucks ought to say pay to order of Philly Watson $30 and no more. Uh -huh. Instead of present words would say he is a big fool for working like a dog all month for 30 bucks. Well, uh, what do you mean, Tilly? Uh, what do your paychecks say now? Well, they say, Tilly Watson, $30 and no cents. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a little petition on Mr. Guffey's desk, please, folks. Okay, I've got to go janitor to the geography room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put Phil's petition in the files here, Molly. Let's see now. What's in this filing case? Oh, what was that? Report card. <laughs> As I was saying, Molly, if the parents would... Hello, Cupid. Hello, Fizzer. Oh. Are you too busy to be throwing me out? No, Mr. DePopolis. Hi, Nick. Come on in. Get your feet wet. Always glad to meet a parent. Sure, Fizzer. Parents is always glad to be meeting with teachers also, so they can tell me what I'm thinking of you. Well, uh, have you a child in this school, Mr. DePopolis? Oh, sure, Cupid. Seven of him. Uh -huh. There is little Nicholas DePopolis. I am named after him. Demosthenes <laughs> uh, DePopolis, Ulysses DePopolis, Spiros DePopolis, Diogenes DePopolis, Demetrios DePopolis, and Oli Olsen DePopolis. Heavenly days, Oli Olsen DePopolis. <laughs> you got a stowaway, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, Huh? No, Fizzer, no. You see, Oli Olsen DePopolis is adopting me from orphanages. Oh. I'm getting him so my little DePopolises are having somebody to play with. You grab me? <laughs> well, can't your children have enough fun among themselves? Oh, no, Cupid. They are being too tough. Every time one of him is kicking somebody else in his puss, he's getting kicked back again. <laughs> so they are wanting somebody who they can stick up for each other against. You grab me? <laughs> Sounds kind of tough on the Olsen kid, though, Nick. Oh, no, Fizzer. He's able to take care of myself. Yeah. Last week, he's biting little Demetrius' ear off in two places. I think he's going to be a doctor when I grow up. <laughs> well, we'll see that your children get the best attention in school, Mr. DePopolis. Thank you, Cupid. I'm just wanting to tell you about Spiros. Oh, yeah. He's not being so good with arithmetic. touch. Arithmetic? Sure. Always, he's adding up too much for what is being right answered. Oh. I'm just wanting to tell you, don't tell him any difference. Because he's growing up to work in my cousin, Macopolis Grocery, and my cousin will much rather be having a help which is adding too much than clerks who is making a long division with himself. <laughs> well, you hear that, Marcy? If it wasn't for the Olsen boy, them the populous kids would be all Greek to Nick. Excuse me, is Mr. G G Guffey here? Uh, no, he isn't. Quit stuttering, bud. What's your name? Elmo. Elmo 
Tanner. Well, listen, little boy. Next time you start to stutter, just whistle. Sure. I'll just try. Will, will, will the things I won't do... Uh, sure, Elmo. Hop to it. It's a shame to let the rays of the sun injure the finish of your car. Let Johnson's Auto Wax come to the rescue. Protect the paint against heat, cold, and road film. Increase the car's trade-in value. Buy Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner from your regular Johnson's Wax dealer. Auto supply store, garage, or service station. Don't delay another day. Wax your car the Johnson way. Mr. Guffey coming back, McGee. Pretty soon. He's going to arrange a meeting with the parents and the teachers, and I'm going to give them a little heart-to-heart-to-heart talk on cooperation. So I'll get it. Hello? Public School 14. Who? Oh, Jimmy Durante. What? He is? Why, certainly, Mr. Durante. Oh, I think so. Sure. Always glad to cooperate with the parents, Jimmy. You bet. Heavenly hmm. days, is Jimmy Durante's little boy going to school here? And what did he want? He says his kid's going out for football, and he wanted to know if he, we could spare an old wastebasket for a nose guard. Uh, what position does he play? Full beat? No, I think... <laughs> Come in. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Hey, what's the idea, little girl? There's no cat in here. Oh, I bet you there was, I bet you. What makes you think so? Hmm? I says, what gave you that idea? That there was a cat in here. Gee, is there? Where is he? Where's who? The kitty. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. 
That rat, sis, I tell you, there ain't any cat in here. Now, go away. We're busy. Hmm? Huh? Hmm? Uh, we haven't seen any... Listen, sis. Gee, I bet you you're the one, I bet you. What do you mean, I'm the one? Sure. Sure? What? Oh, for the... Listen, sis. Where'd you get the idea there was a kitten in here in the first place? And what do you mean, I'm the one? Well, gee, I heard my teacher tell another teacher to take a peek in the principal's office and see what the cat dragged in, but you're too big, I bet you. <laughs> now, you see, Molly? There's an example. Now, if that little girl's teacher would go... What's that? Is school letting out? Nope. That's the signal for the meeting of the parents and teachers in the assembly room. Oh. Now, come on in and hear my speech, Molly. All right, but I hope you've rehearsed. <laughs> All right, folks. Here I am. <laughs> I'm glad to see so many of you teachers and parents turning out. Believe me, this is a big day for education in Wistful Vista. I think so, too, Mr. McGee. Fine. <clears throat> now, now, the first thing I want to tell you parents and teachers is this. We gotta cooperate. Teachers have gotta work with parents and pa and, and vice versa. We gotta put our best fork feetward. Our best feet forward. Uh, just a minute, Mr. McGee. Uh, uh, oh, oh, hello there, Guffy. You back again? Yes, indeed, Mr. Oh. McGee. <clears throat> we certainly appreciate the way you've been uh, handling things around here. Well, now, isn't that nice? Why, shucks, Guff, old thing. Think nothing of it. <laughs> and uh, we've got something to, uh, uh, a sort of a proposition to put to you. Well. Uh, does Mrs. McGee mind waiting outside a minute? Oh, not at all, folks, not at all. I realize this is a confidential matter. Tell me about it later, dear. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the medal, Molly. Maybe it'll be a gold watch. <laughs> watch for me outside, Mrs. McGee. All right. Now then, parents and teachers. What is it? Uh, <laughs> well, McGee, from the way you came in here, yeah. without even being asked and handled things the way you did, oh, sure. we feel that you deserve every bit of what we're going to give you. <laughs> Why, uh, shucks, now, you don't have to do anything at all. I just... Oh, we're very happy to do this, McGee. <laughs> we parents and teachers have decided to follow your suggestion and uh, get together on this. Oh, well, uh, that's fine, now, but... Uh... Uh, turn around, McGee. <laughs> okay. One, two, three! Oh! <laughs> Heavenly days, McGee, what happened? Are you hurt? No, no, I... I guess not. I'm... Oh. Rush me off, Molly. But what happened? What did they say? What did they do? Everything I asked them. They got together and put their best foot forward. <laughs> and what was their aim? Perfect. Linoleum floors are playing a big part in the scheme of modern decoration. Some of the finest new homes and apartments are particularly interesting because of colorful linoleum floors, which harmonize with the walls and furniture. If you have any linoleum floors or rugs in your home, be sure to protect them with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, so they'll always stay beautiful as new. You'll have no floor cleaning problems if your linoleum wears a glow coat polish, for dirt simply cannot stick to the shining surface. Scuffing feet cannot harm the floor. If you've never used Johnson's Glow Coat on your linoleum, we urge you to try this easy-to-use liquid polish right away. Enjoy the pleasure of having beautiful floors with practically no work. 
your dealer will tell you that it's very economical to buy glow coat in the larger sizes. Molly, if they'd let me alone, I know I could have worked out a scheme for better cooperation between parents and teachers. Well, they certainly seem to be behind you, McGee. And it, it, that's the kind of work I'd enjoy doing, too. Yeah, I noticed you got quite a kick out of yes, it. Yes, I got quite a kick. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, thanking you for your splendid loyalty to the Johnson Wax Trust. Your enthusiasm for these superior wax polishes makes it possible for Fibber McGee and Molly to come to you every Monday night. And join us again next Monday night at this same time, won't you? Till then, good night. Turn on tonight's program where the loveliness of you from You Can't Have Everything, yours and mine from Broadway Melody of 1938, and the Jerome Kern number, The Things I Want. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>